What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday night. Tuesday night means but one thing. I am Chad Brock. And I'm Zach Bailiff. And you guys are tuned in to the one, the only, Orion Podcast. 45, Michael Jordan style. back one and all it's good to be here i didn't know yeah. if i was going to make it to be honest with you i was running around like a squirrel trying to get everything figured out and things in the corner i had tools all over my desk we're back yeah i've been on my deathbed for about a week so i'm just glad to be upright and talking you're back off the back off the creep yeah the whatever cucamongus virus i had Jungle fever. I froze up. Are, Are you, you there? Good? Can yeah. you hear me? I got huh. you. Technical difficulties on my end. Pardon the French. <laughs> Didn't get locked out. <laughs> Our guest was worried about what to say. <laughs> if he could use those kinds of words, I've done broke the ice for him. So we're on. A, I didn't hear it on my end. end. You didn't hear it on your end. So see, no, I didn't hear it on I my end. I got turned out. <clears throat> but uh yeah you're off the you're off the hacking and the coffin barely barely um, fake spring has officially arrived in the midwest you call pennsylvania the midwest or are you part of the east no pennsylvania's east yeah sorry it's part of it but still it is what it is here. fake yeah. springs here people are dreaming about fishing people are dreaming about turkey hunting it's that type of season, man. Fake spring. Skunks are out in full force here in beautiful state of Indiana. The mating That's season fun. has begun. No, <laughs> yeah. It's real fun when it's dark and you're tromping around outside and you see that little white streak take off running across the yard. That's always a fun thing. Yeah. That's always yeah. fun. That'll wake yeah. you up real early. It does wake you up real early. Wake just... you up in time for one of these uh, garage beers, man. <laughs> But, uh, no, man, how's everything been? I mean, you, we've like barely talked here in like the last few days, man. Well, I mean, I've not done a whole lot of anything. I laid on the couch all week last week and, uh, was barely functioning the second half of the week. First half of the week, I wasn't functioning at all. So it, uh, it was rough, but starting to get my feet back underneath me and the lungs are clearing out a little bit today's workout was a little bit better so hopefully by the end of the week i'll be back to normal can't beat that give everybody yeah. at home what the best thing on netflix is right now because i know you've probably been through about half of it uh 
what have I watched? I just got done watching Pennyworth on Max. That was a that was a cool watch. If you're into the whole Batman saga, um, Netflix. Netflix. I watched uh, Who Is Aaron Carter, a little mini series. Mm. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was uh, a lower budget European flick kind of series, but mm. it was good. All the subtitles. Cool. No, no, man. no, it was it was English, but I got grave. The boat made it to the water. It was a whopping thirty nine degree water temperature. We did plow through some ice. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah. Bremen got full. Bremen got full speed and just let it let it send right on through there. Nice. Yeah, good half inch to a quarter inch thick ice. I was like, dude, you know that's how the Titanic went down in here. <laughs> but no, man. So yeah, things are starting to pop. It's at least good to feel like getting outside again and at least have yeah. the itch to be out there. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I gotta I gotta start building a bow for Redding here soon. That'll be here before I know it. So first weekend of oh, May. For sure. For sure. I've been uh I've been bow shopping again. I don't know if I'm gonna get there or not, but I've been shopping again, thinking that it'd be nice to bomb a few arrows across the yard here. I got I got one right days. there that'll fit you. I know you do. You got you got a couple that probably fit me. Yeah. I got one of those is probably already spoken for, but that one over there is not yet. Yeah. We might have to make something happen. Rumor has it that, you know, we could probably do something. <clears throat> but so our guest tonight, well, I guess we should pay the bills and then go to the guest. Yeah. Bills then guests, or do we pay due? Anyway. So <laughs> these out of practice too we are i we're like proudly drinking some garage beer tonight so thanks shout out to the folks at garage beer for their collaboration z pro lithium batteries zprolithium.com check those guys out um they're baller batteries man they have held up those dudes charged right up for this fishing trip they've been outside in the cold come inside Charged them up, got them ready to go. No problems. I hadn't went to sleep. Just awesome durability. I've put these things through as much as I can and glad to stand behind them. And thank, thanks to Z Pro for keeping Zach and I powered out on the water. Um, obviously, Jackson Kayak Orion Coolers. And Kayak, if you need a cooler, head over on jackkayak.com, pick you up a cooler. Orion Rock, get yourself a little percentile off. Um, pretty stoked about that. Casting, obviously, keeping it casting um, all year long. Those things are, we've said it a million times on this podcast. It feels like a million times, but it's probably been about 20 times based on the number of episodes. Uh, yeah, those guys have really stepped up for us, and it's been an awesome, amazing product to use. Uh, really impressed both of us quite a lot. Um, I ain't got my basket on tonight. I feel weird without it. But uh, head over there, BassCoFishing.com. Get a hold of our buddy Chris. Get you some swag. You need some swag. Um, great outdoor fishing clothes. And you just can't go wrong. He's got some off-the-wall styles and some different things that he's popping up there. Um, Evolve Fishing. Uh, best rod sleeves I've probably used. They won't pierce from the hooks. And then I've already tested the floating feature. So that's good. Tested that out Saturday. That was awesome for Sunday. Knocking, knocking that rust off. Yeah. Somehow or another, I flipped one out of the boat and into the water. So I can confirm that they do float. 
firsthand. Um, they float very well. You will not have to worry about losing your rod socks. So uh, check them out. JKT15. Get yourself 15% off on some rod socks. You need them. Some evolved fishing rod socks. I think there's actually a brand called that. So I don't know if you're supposed to say it like a rod sleeve. There's probably a brand name that too. Probably. We know there's we know there's one by another name. Our guest is sitting behind the scenes right now going, I thought I taught these two better than this. Better than this. Better than this. They they know better than this. They know how to like be outgoing and be fun. We've we've had these <laughs> conversations. I've told them a million times. I've given them the playbook and told them everything on how to do this. He's our mentor. He he was our mentor at one time for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, this guy is probably more responsible for these two idiots sitting here running a podcast <laughs> than anybody else, to be honest. Yeah, probably so. We've known him for, what, going on 15 years now. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't know how else to introduce him other than, like, the Godfather. <laughs> Feels accurate, don't it? Yeah, he's, he's been with us been with us since the early days, that's for sure. He was one of the first people that put up with us, like two idiots, just like no, hey, he, he was no, cool he was stuff. he was the first phone call that we yeah. made to sponsor a little old fishing tournament series. <laughs> and he was like all in. We yeah. were like, Are you are you sure? We're, we don't know what we're doing. He's like, Yeah, we can do more. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. So without further do the one the only the godfather <laughs> douglas fairbanks the third <laughs> dude i i i forgot how i forgot how many sponsors in the outdoors business you can rattle off for a uh, podcast like how many did you list there was like <laughs> we're minimal we're pretty minimal no i know it's like we... it's like nat it's like nascar do you guys have jerseys on right now like all the little logos. I've got some. Uh, I know a real. I knew a guy, and he was able to, you know, like print those things at one time. And I had a pair of jockey shorts, man. Yeah, take a boom on the back, and then had different sponsors down the side. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. I uh, Zach had hit me up and asked me to do it a couple times, and I. Um, I was being lazy and like was like nah, he was being lazy. Yeah, he was being lazy. He was like, I don't know that I want to be on a podcast. And then by the end of the that week, or maybe the next day, he had bought all the equipment to start his own podcast. So yeah, I recall <laughs> that. Recall that. And Zach's like, that's got everything to do his own podcast. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't like us anymore. He's moved on. <laughs> He's got new girls. <laughs> uh, it's actually I was actually like setting up my MacBook Pro to do this with my. AirPods, and I was like, "Man, this is a lot easier than the crap that I get myself into these days." <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sound yeah. stream is 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 actually very, very simple. It's so simple, Chad and Zach can do it. And that's I appreciate public. the simplicity simplicity of it. Well, I, I remember when it. you just used you used to call us those hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I may have called you that. I didn't call Zach that. 
we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Oh man. So to kind of, I mean, I don't know how we intro you other than you, you like kind of took two idiots underneath your wing when you started this fabulous company, um, back in the day, people might've heard of it. Probably not. Um, Hoorag, which was your first, uh, your first big adventure that I know about. Um, mm-hmm. But since then, we've all kind of stayed in touch, and the relationship's grown, and we've learned a lot from you. You're also a social media guru. That's why I think you're the Godfather. <laughs> you're the guru. Yeah, I feel. I feel like the social media thing as I get older is getting. I feel like I feel like it's getting harder in a way, just because. I think as I get older, I start to, it, it annoys me more where I don't want to have to be doing it. And yeah. Um, yeah. Like it just gets, it's like, and not only that, like I've been running social media game now for like, well, shoot. I mean, with Hurag, I had that for 10 years and we went hard on the social media game with that. And then, then we rolled into what we're doing now and we're, you know, into year two, it's been a long, it's, it's, I don't know. I just, I, I like it and it's fun, but it's also like when you think about humans, um, their desire and their appetite for consuming all the social media stuff um, and how short lived stuff is when I'm working on something, I'm like, Ooh, this is oh, going to yeah. be really good. And mm-hmm. you're like, I'm putting all this time in this damn thing. And like, it's just this constant like time suck and like it works and it's good. But like also, I got gray hair. Look at I got grays coming in. I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. it anymore, man. Yeah, dude. It yeah, it dude. eats we talk about it all the time, but it eats content mm-hmm. like no other. Yeah, like you cannot you cannot create enough fast enough to keep it fed. Nope. No. No, it's a and, it's a machine. Dude, and when you started like starting out, you look back just thirteen years ago. It was all, I mean, dude, you were like flying organic, buying pages off of people and just doing all kinds oh, of dude. stuff. I, I don't, I, I, I sometimes have to sit back and think about, like, I'll sit around with like, so we're in a different space now, whatever, a different industry. We may talk about that later, but the, <laughs> I talk to these younger kids that are in it that like kind of, and I do think this is cool is now that I am older. So like, I'll just, I'm four, I'm almost 45, but I have like kids now that are in like their twenties and thirties that like, they'll come to me and be like, Hey, what about this? Or how should we do this? Or what do you think about running pay-per-click? Or what do you think about like boosting my posts? Like all these little things, like, should I do giveaways? Should I not do giveaways? All these things. And I think back about all of the stuff that we've done. And like, we really like, I really have been like, Oh gee, like I'm young enough to oh, yeah. experience the social media thing all the way since MySpace. Like I just yeah. said that MySpace. Yeah. And um, like, Tom, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't run, I didn't run, I didn't run business game on MySpace. That was like me cutting my teeth into what like, you know, social media was, but as soon as Facebook and Instagram became a thing, like, Bro, I remember. Uh, can, uh, can I tell this? I gotta tell you this story. Like back in the day, oh, like advertising. The stuff. floor is yours. So, back in the day, there was all these like truck pages, like overlanding pages, or camping pages, fishing pages, big bass pages, big snook pages, monster whitetail. Mm-hmm. All these like little individual niche pages, and like they were very hyper focused. 
because of the way sure. the algorithm was working with Instagram, where if it was like all turkey pictures and like you just you could like dominate all the turkey traffic. And if you were all whitetail, you could dominate that. Well, I started going to these page owners and I was like, hey, man, like you've got 250,000 followers and they're all rednecks that like to chase deer around. And I sell a product that deer hunters like and we're licensed with Realtree and Mossy Oak. Like, can I run an ad on your page for like a deal on neck gators for 24 hours? And you can delete the post when you're done, but just put it up there and I'll do it. And like, I, nobody was like doing, I like was just like, let me try it. I think I'd seen one other guy do it like on some other small page. And I was like, let me try it. This is a true story. So, and I could tell it now that it's all done deal. But I, my partner at the time, Dave, um, I called him and I said, Hey, this guy said that I could run an ad for 50 bucks for four hours. And he was like, dude, what is that going to do? I was like, I don't know, but I made a coupon code and made it active. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> Bro, we ran on a page with 250,000 followers and sold $4,000 in $15.95 bandanas. <laughs> yeah. So, so the next thing you know, I hired somebody and I'm like, I want you, you're literally like, what's the job? And I'm like, you're a media buyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> go to all these pages and so i would i would sit there and i would crank out designs and if it was like you know snowboarding i would give them a snowboarding looking at if it was fishing i'd give them a fishing at if it was freshwater fishing i'd make sure it was a dude with a bait caster lipping a giant bass if it was saltwater i'd have a dude with a fly rod with a tarpon if it was inshore like technical fishing i had all these things and i was just cranking them out and we were like literally printing cash like it was, and then, and then Instagram was like, oh, okay. Like we're going to kill all that. So oh, yeah. they changed their algorithm where those pages, unlike Zach said, we started buying pages. We bought fishing daily, hunting daily. So we started running. So we, we were paying these guys. We just like paid them like three grand, bought their page and then started running our own ads. Dude. <laughs> it's wild. It it's gangster. wild. All the dumb. It was gangster, dude. Like. Old Dude, and not, social media. Not only that, man, but like you, you like to us were not only that, but you were the heartbeat because you were like thrown down on graphic ads. You were taking photos. I mean, you were and are still a one man wrecking crew as far as getting it done. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's, um, funny you say that because i think i struggle with that personally like just being totally transparent and, and vulnerable is i think one of the biggest things that i struggle with as i build these brands is and this is going to come off across as arrogant i don't really give a damn but the reality is is that i know how to do it better than everybody else in the beginning and so i try to do it and set the tone and the look and the vibe and then i always try to turn it over to people and like hope that they can continue to emulate what i've done um but the hard part is is that um, it's a lot of years of experience of doing it but also to find somebody like i would never sit there and say that i'm the best graphic designer in the world but i'm pretty damn good i would never say that i'm the best editor in the world but i'm pretty good um the problem is is as you get bigger you have to actually find if you want to be the best you have to find like the best and yeah, you got to be able to delegate those jobs to other folks yeah and the thing is when you're when you're running a startup dude like i mean you're talking like if you had like a like a badass editor the chances of that guy being a really good shooter probably not the case so like now you're at two mm -hmm. employees and you got a graphic designer 
Then you got your pay-per-click guys that actually know. How, I mean, dude, it's like before you know it, you have six or seven guys, and I've never really fully mastered um, real who rag. I got it to where we had a lot of people doing stuff, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this latest one, dude, I'm still. I'm very much well. We we're, we're working toward. It. I just hired a graphic designer. He's a new guy. Shout out Remy, um, and I'm teaching him. But dude, the kid's straight out of college. Like he literally knows nothing. Like yeah, you know. And he's he's doing a good job. But also like, I think he said to me, I I was like, he's been there with us for three weeks. And I said to him last week, I was like, hey, do you go home at night and tell your mom that like you hate your job? Because I like bust his balls. Like <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not easy on them. But, oh, I can only you know, imagine. Oh yeah, no, I'm pr- like, <laughs> I'm a nice guy, but like when it comes to getting stuff done, I'm pretty. But he said, he said no. He said I, I don't hate my job. He said, but he's like, I did tell my mom that I thought I was like I knew what I was doing when I graduated college. He's like, I don't know anything. Yeah. So like he's so it's it's cool though. It's cool to take a kid like that though and teach them, you know. Yeah. Well, and obviously, um, I mean, so. if they want to learn, it makes it a lot easier too. Yeah, yeah, man. No, that's when you think back. Man, I mean, you learn so much on the job, really. I mean, you you grow a lot in the space that you're in. You know, straight out of college, yeah, you think you know, but do you really? I mean, you you're constantly learning. I think once you get in there around them old guys and start, you know, that's been around the block a time or two. Now, so there's a ton. So let's let's back the truck up. Pre who rag. Let's talk about Doug mm-hmm. pre who rag. You were in. <laughs> you were in. You spent a little time in the service. How did you go from? Well, how'd you how'd you end up in the Marines? How did you end up learning all the things that you've learned? How did the this all translate into each other? I mean the easiest cliff notes version to wait to break it all down is that um, I wasn't a great student um, in high school. I think I barely graduated. I mean, I had teachers give me fake grades cause I was pretty good at soccer and, and uh, you know, I was, they wanted me on the team. So I gotten like good grades, but I barely graduated high school. Like I'm talking like 2.0 um, joined the Marine Corps. I was, I partied like I was, I I lived life to the fullest and had a good time. And so I wasn't college material. So I, I joined the Marine Corps and like, I think to cliff notes, to cliff notes, the whole thing that I always had an interest in um, TV production and and media and just digital graphic design, digital arts, all that stuff. I mean, I did some of that in high school um, and we, I was part of a, five minutes I could go on. I was part of a five man team or six man team that, that made many movies for the JVC film competition. And we, we, we like did really well with that thing. I think we even, I think we might've won it twice or we won it once for sure. Um, at universal studios where they shut down universal studios and bring the top high schools. We like crushed it. Now all those guys like are all like, I mean, they've worked with Steven Spielberg. Like I'm like the least accomplished out of all of them. Um, as far as digital media stuff is concerned, but um, I was always into that stuff. And I think the reason that I got, went so hard in it though, really like, and like really tried to like go and hustle is like, dude, I impregnated my wife at a very young age and needed to pay bills, bro. Like, (laughs) like, like, 
Yeah, it was like there was no like I went from the Marine Corps making like twenty three grand a year or whatever it was and got out and like went to go work for thirty and I was like I remember thinking like I'm going to do whatever I have to do that doesn't put me in handcuffs to get to a hundred grand a year and I'm going to do as fast mm-hmm. as I can and you know that was it man I just I taught myself I taught myself graphic design I taught myself a little bit of web development. I started designing websites for people. I worked, I mean, before that though, I, I had a public forum. I don't, do you guys ever, did you guys ever remember back in like the, I guess it would have been like 2002, 2005, even, even further than that, but like the whole PHP BB forums, like hunting forums, fishing forums and all that. I remember, I remember some, guys, I ever got into them. I remember some forums once I got into college a little bit, but I, when yeah. I was in high school, I don't remember much in the way of forums. Yeah, yeah they were pretty I big. I didn't go deep into that hole. There was like one called think? like Shy Town Angler that was out of Chicago that was really big. And like they had them like every state had their own. Like there's guys that did them. I, I had one called FloridaFishingHunt.com and I grew that and sold it. And I was, dude, I always just messed around with the internet. Nah. I think that's a. Dude, that's pretty safe to say for a lot of people that are in our age group. Because I'm a lot the same way as you as far as, you know, just like you kind of come out with that mentality. And then you're, as Kid Rock would say, self-made like Henry Ford. Um, (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Do you think like our generation just has a different drive? The different Um, tenacity. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a different drive. I mean, there's plenty of kids that are in their twenties and thirties that are, that are killing it right now. I do think that the one thing with our generation that was like a little bit weird and unique, like every generation has like a unique scenario. And I think one of the things that was unique for our generation is that we literally came to maturity as the internet, the largest force, the light, this life changing thing, as far as e-commerce and finance and everything like everything oh, yeah. like started in like 1996, a little earlier than that, but like 96, mm-hmm. 97, like that's when it really started cranking. And if you were, you know, if you're in your forties, you were right in the beginning of that. And dude, I, there's a lot of people that I know my age that they either like saw that and like realized the power of it and acted on it and benefited from it or didn't learn it at all or care to. And they still, have trouble powering up their iPhone. So like, I don't like, it just kind of depends. So I think that that that's one thing with our generation is like, we, we part of that hustle maybe because some of us realize like, dude, this is a really powerful tool and like, it Mm -hmm. can literally change your life. And some of us like latched onto it where, so whether it's drive or just opportunistic behavior, I don't know, man. Now it was was advertising from day one. I mean, in, In respect to that and the internet and either accepting it or fighting it and all that, do you think we're seeing that again with AI? Um, yeah, I think the old boomers, like I feel like a boomer a little bit now. Part of me wants to be like, ah, that AI stuff is gonna go. Yeah, like, it, yeah. I don't. I know. Like, but also I will tell you this: in the last six months, I've gotten a fair amount of emails from dudes that have a writing background that are looking for jobs and I'm seeing that. So that's an indicator to me that like it's affecting, I mean, I dude, I've been doing this a long time and I've never had people reach out to me and be like, Hey, I'm a creative writer. 
and like I'm looking for work. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I've never, like, I've had to go find those people. I've never right. had to go look for them. And, like, dude, I've had, like, four or five inquiries in the last six months for that. That's been my whole thing is, like, what's it going to do to marketing photography or video work? Or Because, I mean, you could type that stuff into these AI generators and it just creates it out of thin air. As long as yeah, you're punching in, the, think- as long as you're punching in the right keywords. I mean, I've, no, I've, I know, I know a few guys that run, uh, they're, you know, professional photographers and, and videographers and they've jumped on one and even gotten down into the, the minute details of, I want it to look like it was shot on this red camera at this resolution right. and it, it spits it out perfectly. Yeah. So I think that, um, I will share with you. We use we use some AI stuff, primarily um, ChatGPT. We use a fair amount. Um, at this point, with where I see it, it is not a. It's not going to be like a hey, I'm going to prompt this machine to do these things, and it spits out exactly what we need. But what it is great for is if you put it in the hands of somebody that's creative. It'll help you begin to roadmap whatever you're working on, right? And like come up with ideas that you may not think of yourself. And you could start off and be like, I know I'm going to make this. And I encourage people, if you're doing something creative, to get in chat GPT and like get in there and be like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on this project. And I think this is what I'm going to do. But before you like push forward and make that thing and like do it, go to chat GPT and start prompting it for ideas about what you're trying to do. And I think you will find you might get a better idea than you really had you originally had like it's pretty interesting yeah it's a i just use it as like an exploratory tool for ideas so i mean i i feel like i'd be ignorant if i said that i don't think that this thing will ever make like an entire premiere movie and scripted and generate the cinematography like part of me wants to say nah that'll never happen like but i i think that as long as there's humans involved prompting it with super abstract obtuse thoughts and creativity then like yeah it could be pretty pretty crazy hopefully i'm really like old and sitting sitting on the beach yeah. somewhere just yeah there always well, has to be that human element i think to make it feel whole you you just have to have a little bit of the human element in there somewhere yeah yeah it's interesting though. I haven't I, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into the whole AI thing to know where it's going, but I do I do think it's a force to be reckoned with, and I I, I but I I just don't like thinking about it too much because I get all like like conspiracy theorists in my head, and I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, the, but I the, termi- the Terminators you. are coming. The Terminators are coming. <laughs> I could also see you showing up, the first guy on our podcast with the. Apple Vision Pro goggles. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Oh god! I thought he was, thought he was gonna reach down and pick them up. No, no, no. My equilibrium, my equilibrium can't handle that crap anymore, dude. I put those. Th- dude, I was up. I was up in uh, Chicago, and my brother-in-law had a. What, what's the not the Apple ones, but what's the original? The, the Oculus. Oculus yeah. yeah, yeah, Oculus. I was up. I was up in uh, Chicago. In my uh, my my wife's family has like a two flat. And like th- that year, the the upstairs was not rented out, so they're like, "Hey, you guys can stay up there." 
And so they had it all like cleaned out from the previous people and they were ready to rent it again. So we were up there trying to be careful, not mess stuff up. And they had this TV up there. And my brother-in-law, Levi, had gotten like the Oculus things for Christmas. <laughs> and bro, I don't know. I probably had like a bottle and a half of wine on me on New Year's <laughs> Eve. And I'm like doing that like Beat Saber. Or, I don't even know what it was, whatever the thing is. Dude, not a good, not a good scene. Like, <laughs> I think I fell, almost broke a coffee table, like the whole deal. It was pretty wild. Yeah, that's that that the Oculus headsets have been responsible for some really good videos on oh. social for sure. There's some really good Apple Apple Vision videos out there right now. People just crossing the street going. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I saw a guy get out of a Tesla. He got out of a Tesla and shut it and he had those things on. He was doing some stuff with his hands. And like someone was like, WTF is wrong with this generation. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It is pretty it's all weird. Dude, the whole thing is weird, man. It's weird. Life it's is, strange. It's we're uh, we're sitting on this like globe that's spinning and like talking about like fake universes, dude. Like behind the I do. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> We're heading so it, towards aliens know. real quick here. The, um, the best but... one I saw was the dude that was driving down the road in a cyber truck with his Apple Vision Pro on. <laughs> yeah, the truck's yeah. on autopilot, driving itself, and he's in the truck doing this. <laughs> oh god! It's the, it's the movie Wally. Is exactly yeah, what it is. Whew. It's getting yeah. weird. Yeah, and I, I, I will say this. I don't, I don't know if I I don't know if I totally answer your question to go all the way back, which we I think all three of us knew this was going to be a rabbit hole conversation. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I to answer your question of how I got involved in all this, man, I don't know. Just did I just <laughs> I just I latched onto the weirdness of the internet, and it's probably because of stuff like the Oculus. Like, dude, I ran. I was in the Marine Corps, and like I was burning CDs from Napster. And like selling a bootleg as a side We're hustle out of my old. barracks, dude. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are old. That's a good one. My, my mixtape. We went from mixtapes to mix CD. <laughs> Bro, I was going down to Fry's Electronics in San Diego, dude, and buying the big towers, the blank CD. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I had a I had a label printer, dude, and I was like. That's how I so now it's all coming out. That's how I started graphic design. Is I was I taught myself <laughs> Photoshop, and I was like photoshopping <clears throat> pictures of like '90s gangster rappers, like with like pistols in their hands and stuff like that, and selling <laughs> to like white Marines, dude. Dude, and then awesome. like Napster. There was a land. Napster there was a landscape weird. company in there somewhere too, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Well, my dad is a landscape architect. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I went and worked for him. And, like, he was ready to, like, groom me to, like, work for him and all that. But, dude, I didn't want to do it. My dad did, man. Yeah. I just – and I still I still love, like, my own house. I, like – I I've designed everything here. Like, I go out there and I still – I load my own house as an AutoCAD and design my own hardscape and softscape and all that stuff. But I, I, I love doing that. But, like, it's like a hobby, not a yeah. – I love landscape, too. So. Yeah. So where did Hoorag come from? How that? How did you and Dave start this? Start the beginning here. Yeah, so I'll go chronologically. Marine Corps, landscape mm -hmm. architecture with my dad, not licensed. I was just designing with them. Then I worked for landscape contractors for like three years, actually like five or six years, because I went from one. I got hired by a real estate development company. It was their director of landscape and amenities. 
And then I went to another landscape contractor. But that entire time from when I left the Marine Corps, I was teaching myself graphic design. I always did it on the side, like always like messing around with it. And then the landscape stuff kind of dried up in 2008 and 2009 with the crash. And I'm in Florida. So like that was bad down here dude. the housing market, like 08, 09, like dude, everybody that was oh, in yeah. the contracting business was like done. So at that time I had learned enough about graphic design that like, I just, I'll never forget. I mean, I got laid off from the last place. My wife is like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I think I can get website clients. So I was making like, I don't know, 70 grand a year or something like that, working for landscape contractors. And I was still chasing that like six figure salary. And I was like, I think I can do this by selling websites. And I literally lost my job and spun up a company called Fathom 27, just fishing based stuff. And I dude, then I started designing websites for fishing companies, man. I was doing stuff for tackle shops, rod, uh, rod and blank manufacturers, I designed, um, I don't know how many flats, boats, companies, websites. Um, I became like one of two or three people in Florida. Like if you wanted like, like a for real in the know designer that knew saltwater fishing, like design wise, like I was like, I was like the dude. So I did that. And then Dave Batchelor, my old partner with Hurag hit me up because he had seen my work and he was an angler as well. And he was like, Hey, I want to meet you in Fort Pierce at the Tiki and we had a beer and he threw a bunch of these bandanas on the table. They were, you know, Chinese made bandanas. He'd just gotten back from Shanghai at a trade show. He was like, you know what these are? I'm like, yeah, those are a buff. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I got a manufacturer for them. They cost, yeah, it doesn't matter. I can say it now, 38 cents a piece or whatever. Right. And I was like, dang. And I was like, they're selling these things for like 25 bucks. And I was like, we should knock them off. And he was like, yeah, if you want to do it, let's do it. So um, I went home. And at the time, my wife was a, you know, my wife was a Marine as well. And she was a right um, an armed nuclear security officer at a power plant here in town, made really good money. So I went to her and I was like, man, if you'll like be my sugar mama, I'll like fire all my clients and start this thing. If you believe, if you believe in me that I can do it. And she was like, do it. So. Yeah, we, that's how I started. I was I started I started designing for Dave for other businesses. Yeah, at first, then we did the Hurag thing, and um, it blew up, man. It went it went pretty good. Uh, I remember calculating. I remember ca- I remember calculating how many bandanas we had to sell to make what I needed to make to pay my bills, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot of fifteen dollar bandanas!" <laughs> like that's like a lot. Like that's a lot. Like how are we gonna do it? And then. You know, I look back on it retrospectively and it was like, it was hard, but it, 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 it exceeded my expectations for sure. Yeah. When I came down to visit that one year, you got, you guys were doing pretty good then, but you hadn't really blown up to the point that you did. Yeah. I don't know. What year would have that been? That was 13 probably. 13, 14. Yeah, that, was the, that was the beginning, dude. Yeah. That was like, we hadn't really, we hadn't really you, gotten. You were probably still in your first you were at that time. Yeah, he was in the office that had a, a small garage because he had his boat in there. Oh, yeah, that was. Well, so were we, were we in a commercial space or no? Uh, 
Yeah. Or was it at my house? No, it wasn't at your house. No, It was you that had small a, warehouse. it was, yeah, Yeah. it was that small warehouse with the little office space That up front. was, yeah, that was a thousand square feet. And then we moved into 2,500 square feet. And then we moved into 5,000 and we ended up in 15,000 square feet with like full blown sublimation Wow. machines at, Yeah. at the height. I think we had 42 employees. Like it was, It it was, was a small I mean, business, but it was, it was, it was chaos. yeah. Yeah, once you guys started doing your own sublimation and all that, it you got a lot more custom in what you could do because you were doing all your own printing. Yeah, we were printing for Costa Del Mar. We printed for Land Rover, Yeti, um, Strike King. Um, There's a bunch, just, man. I don't, I mean, dude, I mean, I, almost every kayak company, like, I mean, it was like, we were, we were, we were doing a ton of those. And, and the Hurag still exists and they're still doing Yeah. custom Oh yeah. bandanas. Like, yeah. They still Yeah. printing them in house. Yeah. Yeah. They, depending on how many you do, like, I think they, when I was there, we tried to really pull as much of it in house as we could, can, because the way that we were trying to edge out competition is yeah, sure. Like you can go to China with another brand and they're you're going to need to wait like 35 days and be like, how's next Wednesday sound? You know Yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, Americans, we want it now, daddy. <laughs> Like, Delayed gratification. <laughs> What's that? you want me to wait for a month? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. So, so you guys yeah, and sell then do rags. and then twenty then twenty twenty hit and the business Yeah. did okay through that. <laughs> So yeah, uh, you well. sell you sell the who you move on. You're like in this state of limbo in retirement there for a hot minute. Yeah, it was miserable. It was like eight months, like eight or Call, nine months calling that I me, was. calling me every other day. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's your workout plan My look what? like? <laughs> Dude. yeah, we had that conversation a few times. Yeah, my wife was coming out and telling me that I shouldn't be in the pool drinking at 2 p.m. on Wednesdays. That was pretty freaking lame. Wasn't super excited about that. But no, she, she, my wife was the one that was actually, she's like, babe, she's like, you, you know, you're 43 years old or whatever. She's like, you can't do this. Like you, you know, a couple of things. A, like you didn't make enough money to where like, you didn't make enough money where you can absolutely for sure never have to work again, depending on what happens with the market and everything else. And she was like, not only that, she's like, you're not, happy you're like miserable she's like i think she just really wanted me out of the house but she wanted she wanted me to start she wanted me to start something else so that's when um i had a an old employee i guess that's where we're going with this is my old i had an old employee um hit me up and um he had an idea he had known that the or had witnessed and saw that the pickleball market was like blowing up And um, he had hit me up and was like, hey, he's like, do you do you know what pickleball is? Have you played? And I was like, yeah, my mom's been playing pickleball for a long time, but I don't, like, play. And he was like, well, it's absolutely, like, blowing up big time. And he was like, I need someone to, to partner with me on it because it's not cheap to get into. And I was like, all right. So I took a look at it, and um, I didn't think that long about it, man. No, you didn't. I did, like – I t I t I looked at it for like three weeks and I did some redneck math on what it was going to cost to start up and 
of course, like I always do, I ran it by, I ran it by my wife, which I'm lucky enough that she's pretty supportive. She doesn't need much convincing. If she thinks I believe in it, she's always like, do it, whatever. Like, I, I will say that, like my wife can be a huge pain in the butt sometimes, but man, she like, when it comes to that stuff, she's, she trusts me. And so she, she was like, do it. And, um, yeah, he had kind of brought me the brand kind of like kind of ready to go. Like we did some more work on the brand and stuff like that. And like the ideas got tweaked a little bit as far as what we were going to sell and how we were going to sell it. But yeah, it happened pretty quick, man. We went from like, Mm -hmm. it was like three weeks and I think I registered the domain name and, and we went after it. So here we are selling pickleball party paddles. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh man, doing photo shoots at JC Penney's. Yeah. <laughs> you see that, Chad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I seen that when I was misspelling Suppy Suck. <laughs> a, little, a little weird. <laughs> that was great. It got weird. It got weird. No, I mean, and you like transformed this brand just like you did Hoorag into its own special Doug. Fairbanks the third. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It, it's Douglas Fairbanks the third. It's his. Yeah, it's it's, it, got, it's a... got your it's got your style all over it. Well, this one, you know, I will say, I'll share with you this is that with Hurag, I had a partner, and I, I don't have a partner with bread and butter anymore. I I I I I, I own a hundred percent of the thing now, but I I started with one, and when I when I started Hurag, I had a partner and my partner, I love him. His name is Dave again, but Dave was a little bit more for probably it was smart at the time, but Dave was, was very, was a lot more conservative than I was when it came to like what you do, what you say, how we do things and all that. And Mm -hmm. I also think that like, it was good for me because at that time in my life, I, I, I didn't understand where the line was with doing and like marketing wise, like I'd probably go a little far. Um, but when I started this brand and once my original partner with this brand was like out of the way um, and it had decided to go a different direction, um, I like fully leaned into like us just like, I don't know, man. I don't even know how to say it. Like we just like, it's just like a, we're like very irreverent, like with everything that we do from customer service social interaction like we'll roast somebody like in public in the comments i'm not (laughs) saying it's the smartest thing to do but like for us and where i'm at in my life i really enjoy operating that way it's like it's like it's it's pickleball if the chive did pickleball yeah or wendy's (laughs) like on twitter yeah yeah it's kind of like we just kind of like don't put up with any crap and we kind of make fun of everybody. And like some people don't get it. And like, I just, my thing is, is I just like waking up every day. And like, I think the reason I like it is it opens it up that when you do have a problem and there's like an internet troll, you don't like, like think about if you're running like a company that's like very PC and like you get a guy that's like, well, I played your paddle and I don't think it's better than this paddle. Da, 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 da. And like, they write that thing. Like, what do you do if you're like a PC company? You're sorry you feel that way. Like, <laughs> right. please send us an email. Da da da. Or you do like the chicken shit thing where you like hide their comment. Yeah. Right. And like, then they get mad. They send you another message, and then they just like encourage them. Now I just make them look stupid. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like I just verbally, I just verbally assault them until our <laughs> army comes in. It's like I'm like a, I'm like a recon task force. We come in, like kick doors down, and then they come in and just like finish the whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, fun, man. I, yeah. No, it keeps it it keeps it super refreshing and just inter- I mean entertaining for the entire customer base, consumer base too. So Yeah. Well and we Look and we it. um getting fancy. Oh, is it bringing up a string? Yeah, I pulled you up there. It's our number one selling paddle the filth. Valentine's Day. Two pack deal. Yeah, yeah, that's that. The, and there it is. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> oh. Freaking love it. Look at that uh, thing, dude. The minute I saw those and you post them to your story, I was like, that's legendary. <laughs> Bro, my wife was not happy about that shit, dude. No? I figured no. she was I figured she was completely no. down with the whole thing. <laughs> No, dude. When I we ordered all the my my daughter Aurora ordered all the costume stuff off of Amazon. Oh, that's awesome! And like I brought I brought it home like the night before the shoot, and my wife looked at it and she was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" I'm like, "Just hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. It's gonna work. People are gonna love it." And dude, that thing people love it, dude. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Stole yeah. all the po- all the poses from the uh, what was the movie? I can't even think. I was trying to think of the name of it the mm. other day. I'm trying to remember because, like, uh, what was it? The one where they like, robbed the armored they robbed the armored car. Uh, yeah, what is the name of it, dude? I can't remember. It's Kristen Wiig and Zach Galifianakis. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, that's. Well, here's the thing. I, when we had the idea to do the shoot, it wasn't because of that movie. It was just because. JC Penny shoots are hilarious. Oh yeah. Well, and the whole brand has more of a retro vibe anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun though. But then after we got done with that shoot, I my wife was like I took her out to lunch and uh <laughs> she's wearing all that makeup and this like little pink <laughs> skirt and all this stuff. And she's our white skirt with a little pink top and she's like are we really going in here right now? I'm like, yeah, we're walking to have lunch. And she like, we were in her truck, we were in her truck and she handed me that pink headband and she was like, you are putting this crap on and wearing it at lunch or I'm not going inside. And I was like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. I I got out and I was like, I took it off and she's like, no, I'm not kidding. You're putting that on. So we both sat at lunch drinking beers on a, like a white girl charcuterie board and I'm in there, and the waiter's like, "Are you guys play tennis?" And we're like, "Yeah." We're tennis. <laughs> yes, That's we did. Awesome. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. No, and then, dude, I don't know where we're going, but let's go there. So you're also like. You love the outdoors, dude. It's not just it's not just creating these businesses, but your your side hustle, your side passions uh, do involve uh, a little bit of a hunting lease and and some turkeys out there in the in the wild. Yeah, and, and I, you, dude, I will tell you, yeah, I'll, yeah, totally. And I, I will tell you that now that I don't work in the hunting and fishing business anymore, I enjoy it more again. I was starting to not um, like it because I was surrounded by it, but 
I'm participating in a sh- I'm participating in a sheep's head tournament on Saturday. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I. Uh, you still got a boat? Yeah, I have a little skiff. Okay, little, I couldn't I remember six, if you still had a little, skiff or not. Yeah, I got a little sixteen um, dolphin super skiff. It's like a kind of like a legendary Florida Keys skiff that I fish out of. But right there's this fish called there's a fish called this sheep's head, and it looks like jail stripes it's got like vertical red or uh black and white stripes big long spines and stuff on it right yeah it's got like like actual like like human looking teeth yeah oh no kid but there's a group of guys there's there's a group of guys here locally that do a uh uh invite only sheep's head tournament every year because like it's not a fish that people like real sportsmen aren't like let's go kill (laughs) sheep's head or let's go try to catch a record sheep's head it's like they taste good, but they're not like I don't not know. Not a sport. No, nah, but but point being is they're like everywhere, and they can get like pretty big. And um, so I guess they do this annual tournament where it's invite only. Everybody kind of knows each other. The guy that runs it lives on the water and's got a big house on the water, and like all the boats pull up, and like they do a captain's meeting and drink beers the night before. And then they go fish, and it's the largest sheep's head. And I, I, I don't know how the prize money. I don't even care. It's just like I'm just going to like drink beers and like laugh. Um, but yeah, dude. So I'm doing that on Saturday. So that should be. So I gotta go to I gotta go to the beach tomorrow and try to catch sand fleas because we'll catch little sand fleas. I like to eat those. So we're gonna go catch a bunch of those. And I'm gonna. Um, <clears throat> what do they? What do you call that when you hit them in hot water real quick? Like. I was gonna say braise. It's not braise. It's um, blanching. Right? That's the word I was looking for. So I gotta go blanch a bunch of those, and then we just basically one out hook them with a little split shot, and you just go up to pylons. And sometimes you bring a shovel and like scrape the barnacles off and get like a feeding frenzy going. And I don't know, dude. Like <laughs> it's, kind of, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. No, it sounds like a good time. Yeah. yeah. My ocean, no. my ocean fishing, my saltwater fishing is uh, at a level zero. That's Mine, I, I think the ex- I think the extent of my saltwater angling was with Doug and Jason in 2013 yeah. or 14, whenever that was. I think we we took you to like the South Fork River and did some like backwater stuff, didn't we? Yeah, we were in some brackish water. I ended up uh, the you only two things I hooked was a yeah I hooked a jack and a and a snook little okay. One. Yeah, that's well, we were, that, that we were pitching was... them. We we pitched the mangroves and a bunch of stuff that day. Yeah, we got we guys should come back down and oh yeah, get this time get on those things. I was actually looking at those Orion canoes before I got on this call earlier today, and um, dude, you can't buy one of those things. I just noticed on Orion, you can't order that thing online. No, we don't sell our kayaks online. Just our coolers. You gotta go to a dealer. Yeah, I go to a dealer. Gotcha. There's a few down there. There's a few down yeah, there. So, yeah. I need to I need to get one because I'd like to have one for like sometimes when I don't feel like cleaning the boat. And like, dude, do you have to worry about like if you get one like dude, I'm a total neophyte when it comes to like kayaks. You can make fun of me if you want. But if you have the yeah. the pedals so the fat guy doesn't have to paddle that much. Like if you've right. got those things going if you have those to go do those rust real bad in salt water or not really? Not if you rinse them. Most of it, uh, actually, the prop and the dagger board are all plastic. You just got to rinse them out real good like you would anything else. Okay. 
Do they make one where you don't have to rinse anything? You just throw it in your garage? (laughs) (laughs) No, not so much. You know how it is. Moving parts. Can't want to rinse it. So what you're telling me... What you're telling me is I'm going to be like the Orion customer that buys one every year. That's going to be me. <laughs> or just yeah, replaces I just, like, the guts. Yeah, I just, it can happen. I'm not, warranty I'm claim. not replacing anything. I won't file a warranty and I won't replace it. I'll just put it on Facebook Marketplace and be like, send me a new one. You just need to keep coming and getting my last year's boat. Maybe I should do that. When he moved into the house. Indiana. When he moved into the house he lives in now, he's like, so my neighbor told me I got to wash my truck at least like once every seven to 10 days to get the salt water off of it. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, that's what I really, bro. We, I, I moved into this place and it's like, uh, I got to get you guys down here cause this is a fun spot to live, but I live like a block from the beach and dude, this, it destroys everything, dude. Like even little oh, stuff, yeah. like, your hose bibs, everything just gets destroyed. Everything. Yeah. Ah. You still got the yoder? Uh, the red the, the ton? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah My son that, drives it. That thing's so cool. Yeah, That's one thing we didn't talk about. Your son has been working with you. Is he He's like, got the whole yeah, family yeah. working for him. Dude, and my daughter, too. Yeah. See, are they the next protégés? Um, yeah, they are. If they, I mean, if they, I think they, I don't know, man, it's hard. It's like they, they both bust their butts and they're, they're doing like awesome. But I mean, like, you know, there's, there's days like today was a tough day. I mean, we, we had a paddle that was out of stock for almost two months and it went back in stock on Friday. And like, we sold like 650 of them in like two days. Oh. So like we came in, we came in today, and all those had to be out. Plus, we're launching an ambassador program, and like we're literally trying to like a lot of our customers that want to be on the ambassador program are like older people. So like we have this whole ambassador sign up thing, and like there's a little bit of trickiness like when you fill out the um, affiliate software stuff because of the, of the of the software we're using. It's a little wonky how it works. It's like we we literally worked on editing one video all day today. So that like boomers could figure out how to like fill this thing out, and like <laughs> it was stressful, man. Like we're like you yeah. know you're working on something where you're like I feel like I shouldn't have to do this, but like, bro, you got to do it. But they're doing good, man. They like they like working there, and I'm I'm glad to have them there. It's fun to see them. I think it's cool that they get to see, um, you know, something go from like zero to whatever it becomes. You know what I mean? Like that's something that. Yeah. And they've yeah. seen like they've seen and, and they you know my one my son lives here my daughter doesn't but like my daughter's over here for dinner at least once a night once a week usually and like they know the trials and tribulations they know they they see that it's not it does it you know from the outside social media you're like oh look how easy it was blah 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 like dude they see that it is yeah chaos. well they they got to see this one start in your living room so yeah well they did. They did on the other ones too, but they 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 weren't old enough to I think grasp what was like, going on. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're working out at a level now where they're seeing like checking account balances and bills being paid, and you know mm-hmm. it's like oh we just we just paid off a credit card, like and we'll get into it's like a lot of money oh, in yeah. and out, and they get to see like the chaos of it, and they're like okay this is wild, so it's fun yeah. to let them see all that, you know. Oh yeah. 
Oh, so, no. so I mean, but, good real world experience. The yeah, they probably wouldn't otherwise get somewhere else. Sure, sure. And somebody that can yell at him and get away with it. <laughs> I try. I try. I try not to. I try not to, and I will say that once I brought in another employee, it was easier to not yell at him because when there's another, like when there's no employee there, it's like. <laughs> It's like, what the f- are you doing? Like, you know, like, like when there's like another employee there, you're like, um, Devin, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> Let's go outside where I can yell. <laughs> Let's go outside where I can yell. <laughs> it's like, Remy, Remy, can you please go on lunch, lunch break so I can bitch at my son for the next 45 minutes? <laughs> no, no, it's there, there. There's rarely a scenario where we like have like a major, a major blowout or anything like that. But like, it is tough with family, man. Like you know all of the, I mean they, they oh, yeah. know my idiosyncrasies. I know theirs. Like it's <laughs> like, you know. Oh yeah. So none of this crap is real. Like we're on this podcast. It's like oh yeah, Doug seems like a pretty chill dude. He's fun. Blah blah. <laughs> like I am, but like also like I could be like not fun. <laughs> you know, I get annoyed and I have anxiety at times, and I'll get down a little bit, and I take it out. It's like that's just you know. Part of it. The way it works. Yeah. It's human. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next? I don't know, man. I I my my initial thought was to like build this thing for like thirty six months and exit and you know, that's still maybe a thing, but like also I'm getting ready, like I know Chad, you already went through this, but like I'm kinda like where you were like I wanna say two years ago where like I got one kid out of the house. I have one that's mm. moving out in the next couple months. And then my youngest is joining the Marine Corps um, this summer. And so he'll be gone. So it's really, we're empty it's nesters. Wild. It's yeah, wild. So, yeah. So it's like, but like, I don't know how that, I don't know how that's going to shape out. Like my wife might leave me. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> no, going you're, you're young enough to enjoy it is the beautiful part. Yeah. You're not some like 60 year old dude that's like, kid just finally left you're gonna be young enough to enjoy it you still got the energy to to enjoy it which is that's been the best part it's, there's a whole lot of figuring out that like for us it was like oh shit we can go to the movies then 2020 happened and it's like you can't go nowhere <laughs> so i know i know i know this is personal but like when you when you're when your wife when you and your wife experienced the kids leaving did you guys have was there like any drama there? Where it's like, hey, this is like weird, or like, did you guys like have to like struggle to like figure out and make time for each other? And there was like a weird mm-hmm. phase, and it's a, or not really. No, not really, because I think you know you're still you're still hustling through that grind. It's just that whole figuring out that you can like go do things and take weekend trips and just like be out and about and not have to worry about somebody else. Or well, of course we got our dog now, so we got to worry about her. Um, that's kind of also where our dog came from because it was like, yeah, you just kind of want that extra noise. So the dog came into play, but, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was quiet. There was, there was some awkward, but it really balanced itself out pretty quickly. I think in our, in our space, um, cause it's like, you know, we just figured out, just go do something. Yeah. And it was good. It was was actually good. That's it. It's encouraging to hear. I think um, 
I think there's going to, I think the thing is if we don't, if we don't work on the fact that, Hey, we are alone, we can go do these. If you don't do that stuff, that's where things probably go wrong. Oh yeah. You um, gotta have something to do. Yeah. But as far as what I do next, man, I don't know. Like right now, like my, it was always like a three year thing. Like do this, build it, find a broker, sell it. And then like maybe actually really retire or maybe do some consulting or whatever. Um, and I think that I'm like starting to, what is it, what's that saying is like people that suffer from anxiety are constantly worried about the future. And those that are always mm -hmm. struggling with depression are always ruminating on stuff in the past or whatever. And I think that I don't have a depression issue. I never really have, but when it comes to anxiety, it's because I, I do struggle with that. And I think it's because I'm always worried about what the future is going to be. Mm -hmm. And I what's think next, that, what's, what's, what's um, say again, it's always about what's next, what's next, what's next. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that mm -hmm. this is the, it's easy for me to say today because like bread and butter pickleball has like rounded the one year corner and we're profitable and there's a paycheck involved. And you know, I make, I didn't make money for 12 months. Um, but we've got a few months of like, it's like, okay, Hey, this is working. And, and we have like a legit business now, as long as we don't screw things up. And I think that because that's happened, it's easier for me to like worry less about the future in the sense that like, I'm kind of getting to the point where I just don't want to worry about what's next. I'm like, uh -huh. you know, my mom, my mom always used to say, she's like, just one day at a time, one day at a time. And uh -huh. like, it's easy. Everyone says that. And it's like, I hate that saying, like in a lot of ways, it's like, well, if you're yeah. only doing one day at a time, then you're not thinking about shit that's about to hit you in the face. Like <laughs> you probably should be a little bit of a better planner than that. But I guess my deal is, is that I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm not one day at a time, but I'm also not going to worry about what my life looks like at 50 and what it looks like at 48 or 60, whatever year. Like, I just don't, I'm just kind of like, I'm going to keep doing this and, you know, I know I have one, we have one more year with, with this company that we really need to go hard in 2024 to like really secure our spot in the race of paddle companies. Cause I don't know if you know, but mm -hmm. there was, there's like 370 of them now or something. It's, like it's, a, it's a bunch. <laughs> Dude, it's a bunch. So, but we're being included in like one year in, like I hear from people all the time. We're being included in like top top 20 paddle companies like in the United States right now, which if you know how many came in this year, it's like, okay, like we're, we're doing all right. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I just don't want to work. I just like want to see what happens. And if, if it feels like I want to sell it, I want to sell it. If my kids are flourishing and taking on more responsibility and I get to spend, you know, I'm planning on doing a, a long road trip with my wife and going out West this summer, taking paddles all around the country. And if we do that this summer, we have fun. Hell, I may do it again next year. Like, you know, I just, or the following year, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to like not get so wrapped up, you know? Yeah. I understand. Yeah. You guys got to do that a little bit last year. You went on the road for what? Like three months? Nah, it wasn't three. We was 37, 30, well, maybe 40 days. It was, we went it, to was Michigan. A, it was a good while. Yeah. You ended up all the way up have in you, Michigan. Have you guys been to Michigan before? Yeah, oh, once. Dude, by the, <laughs> by the way, by the way right we need to wrap this up. If you want to wrap this up, you can tell me whenever. I'll talk all forever. But, dude, no, Michigan's amazing. Yeah, Michigan's Michigan cool is, spot in the summer. Dude, it sucks in the winter. In the summer, 
Would never yeah. go there in the winter. But I'm telling you, man, the water up there, I didn't get the fish like I wanted to. I had rods with me, and I I, I only um, – I, I fly fish in this little spot called the Fox River. I think it was the Fox River. Um, Teddy Roosevelt fished that river because I stood there and did a selfie with the plaque. Like, yeah. like look at me. I'm fishing on the same. <laughs> anyway, but like, it was just, it was just beautiful up there, man. I mean, just really cool. So it is it's yeah. gorgeous, especially when you get into like up there around the bridge and the upper UP. I mean, it gets yeah, like Mackinac and all amazing. that. Yeah. 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 Dude, we were, we, I was in, I was in SOS mode on my cell phone for like seven days straight. <laughs> and dude, I'm going to tell you like, I like if I already admitted that I have like anxiety issues. Like I may or may not have tried to Google hospitals near me like five times, like just in case, like what happens if my fat ass has a heart attack? Like, where do I go? Um, oh, yeah. yeah, there was, there was none of that. There was none of that. So <laughs> it was fun though. I really, 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 really liked it. There's a ton of like little breweries, like on the North end of Michigan before you get up at the UP. So like I have like a Dometic fridge in my overlanding trailer and I took like advantage of all those little breweries and I just walk in and be like, give me a six pack of that. Give me a so I like loaded the truck down with like <laughs> Michigan IPAs and just. Do you base fun, it off? Really which, enjoyed it. Do you base it off which one's got the best logo? Maybe. <laughs> I do. I, do. I mean, dude, here's the thing. Best name, best logo. <laughs> Dude, if someone is going to spend like four or five grand to like put into their their beer labels, like you gotta imagine that their brewmaster is being paid a little bit better than everybody else's, and it's like probably a little so. better. Yeah, you'd hope so. so. I, I mean, you I, hope so. I, but I, I mean, believe it. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, the name will sell you, though. Sometimes the name will will just it's like they start rattling off names. They just get, like get this weird one, and it's like that one. I noticed you're drinking that garage beer. I looked that up too while you were drinking that. That thing that's like a light beer, huh? Yeah. Uh, same type of deal. Bunch of dudes in Ohio started it in their garage and uh, started it uh, 2020, and it just took off. And hmm. they've. They got really good branding, dude. Yeah, they've been hooked up with the dudes down at the Gas Monkey Garage, um, Richard Rollins. Uh, Yeah, they got hooked up with him. Um, Same same owners and everything still on it, but they've just they've got different distributors now, and it's it's really taken off. It's so they they remind me a lot of you. Yeah, is that Gas Monkey dude? Is he an investor in it? I think so. Now, yes. Yeah, it makes sense. A lot of the branding, actually, now that you say it, like yeah, a lot of the branding is really similar. Yeah, and it, yeah, he's actually the, the the font choice and everything. I could tell was yeah, everything was really well, in the yeah. same actually, family. That was before that was before he came on. They kind of already had the ball rolling. He's actually fairly new into it. Uh, yeah. Just towards the end of last year, I think. But uh, yeah. yeah, their their marketing dude is a he's a cool dude. He's worked for. Uh, PBR and, and some different places like that. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, as far as the light beer goes, it's good stuff. Here's a camera yeah, garage on there. It's like that 70s show, man. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I'm gonna have to try. They probably, I probably can. There's a website where you can buy stuff and they'll ship it to you. But like, because I don't think they can sell me across state lines. But I think I can get it on this one website. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a try. That's weird. Yeah, how pretty, some of them you can, some of them you can't. Yeah, that that's dude. I thought about. When I was trying to figure out what to do after Hoorag, I was I had sat down with a couple of, well, one local brewery and like kind of spitballed with another local brewery about helping them and doing like all their marketing and like it's so hard because you start talking to companies and they're like they're like so if we if you were to get involved like what do you want to do and I'm like here's the deal we're gonna rip across all or rip apart all of your branding <laughs> yeah we're gonna change it we're gonna change. <laughs> your company name and we're gonna do everything and they're looking at you like you know, it's like a fort pierce company and they're like well we kind of like our labels i'm like yeah well they suck and we're gonna redo all of them and they're like <laughs> but you but know i, I mean I think- that's the big thing with a marketing company like a marketing company will call you up and you get hit up all the time i'm sure they're like we want to rebrand you they've all got the same freaking speech oh yeah yeah Especially there's a million the of them now too conglomerates I troll, I troll those uh, marketing companies that hit us up about running our pay-per-click campaign, yeah. and I troll them pretty. I'm, I'll, I'll troll them pretty hard. Like, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like, I'll respond back, and I'll be like, we're currently getting a 24, 24x row as like, you think you can beat that? And they'll be like, we think we can do better. And I'm like, really? A 24x row as like, <laughs> dude, they just the, like, there's just a bunch of like kids running around now, oh, like yeah. doing anything they can do to like land a client. You know, they're gonna get you like a 2.5x. No. Anyway. Yeah. So. It's, well, dude, it's what, when do you when I'm changing the subject, but when do you? I know Zach, you were just down here, weren't you, in Florida, Orlando? Yeah, I caught the jungle fever down there at Universal. Oh, is that where you got Universal? Yeah, and then I was. That... We got so we flew down on Saturday morning, came back Monday morning, and within two hours after being back, I had a fever. Oh my long. god, that's what. That's what you. That's what you get for giving your money to those devils <laughs> at Disney World, dude. No, we were Universal. That's <laughs> all the same thing. Yeah, I know. Well, I know, but Mama enjoys the theme parks. Have, so, do, does you, is your wife like a uh, like a like a Mickey Mouse fan? Does she have, like take she doesn't and, like, little ears off? No, she doesn't do all that. <laughs> but she likes. She really likes planning the trips. She knows Holiday World's right here in Indiana. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. We always we usually go what, to Holiday what, World once here. What kind of what kind of redneckery did you just say? What is it called? <laughs> Holiday World, man? Holiday World. It's like Santa Claus Land. There, it's in Santa Claus, Indiana. It's a good time. Is that like? Is that like Next a step like below Dolly, Dolly Parton's place, like in Tennessee? Oh no! Oh no! This is like. I mean, the buildings are all decorated like Christmas. They got what? They got Christmas, Halloween. It used to be the number one water park in the world. Fourth of July, Thanksgiving land. I mean, and you can blow the whole park out in a day. (laughs) I don't know, man. That sounds like some Indiana stuff right there for sure. No, it's 100% in the middle of the cornfields. That's amazing. 1,000%. The old cook family. I had to start with something. That probably started with some like retired Bendix welder from like Elkhart, Indiana that was like bought a cornfield and he's like, I'm gonna weld me a roller coaster. And then <laughs> no. Next, no, he built it out of wood. Yeah, he built it out oh, of wood. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> got, I think they got a new one coming on too. I'm not about to fight with a couple. I'm not about to to fight with a couple. Oh, 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 oh. Here, you'll appreciate this. Their new roller coaster is the Gravy Boat. It's going oh, no kidding. Land. No, no kidding. Well, Doug only gets to make fun because he's originally from Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> not really. My parents, my parents are from Indiana, and we make fun of my parents for being from Indiana all the time. <laughs> he got, good he like got grandfathered in. He get your grandfathered in. You have to watch the movie Hoosiers at least once a year. Dude, my, and I, it's the the root the roots were deep too. Like, dude, my my grandfather's dude. They were like Studebaker. My daughter's standing and looking at the thing. She uh, they 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 came over for dinner tonight. We had family leaving, and she's like, she's like, you're really gonna take the living room and do a podcast? I'm like, yes, I am. Anyway, but my my grandfather's were like Studebaker, Bendix. Um. She's making faces at me. Anyway, so yeah, we got deep. We got deep roots in Indiana, man. Deep roots. Yeah, yeah. I think so, that was one of a. I think that was one of our original topics of conversation in our very first phone call. I think that's how. I think yeah. that's how he chose to like this. He's like, I feel Probably. sorry for these hillbillies I'll tell you, I'll, from Indiana. I'll tell you what. I don't. Th- I don't think I can pull it off this year. But maybe you guys will talk about this, and we we can go here in a minute. But one thing that we should talk about doing. So I got into um you guys know Mav on YouTube? Uh, maybe I don't think so. I'm watch that one. Yeah, look him up. He's like a a YouTuber that I like. It's MAV. Anyway, um he's got like this friend on YouTube. Um I don't even I dude, I don't know his name, but he's they're all like ice fishermen guys. Okay. In, in Minnesota. And um hey. there's like He's been doing this thing where he like partnered up with like, I think it's like icefishmn.com. I don't know. I'll send it to you guys later when I look it up. I, I, I've got a bookmark. But point being is, is you can rent these luxury ice houses on lakes <laughs> in Minnesota that have like electronic beds that drop down and like pre-drilled holes with like caps where you can shut them to keep like the cold out. There's like fireplaces in them with generators, and dude, the best part is, is they have giant television screens, screens with 360 cameras that go down in the holes, and you can sit there and watch like walleye and pike, like and perch, like eat your freaking See, that's lure. Yeah, bro. I'm, but you're watching it on the screen. Like I've always seen like the little thing where it's like the little colors, and it's yeah. like oh, yeah. this is like. They've got they've got those, but they've got them to where like you're literally staring in this trailer with like all these screens and electronics, and you're like, like making like sandwiches and dude. <laughs> so my point is, it's Sounds not like Jay that crazy. Dude, it's not that expensive. Like, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's like three hundred and sixty bucks a night. It's but and the two, it's not bad. Can you imagine? Chad and I drinking garage beers and Zach Bailiff like <laughs> like snorting creatine off the like countertop doing lines of creatine. <laughs> Dude, bison it out with the hook. Dude, Zach will be out there on the ice like doing push-ups at like 2 a.m. and we're just smashing walleyes and it's all right. Somebody will need to be able to carry us. Zach's already had to about carry me once, so it's all good. Yeah. Anyway. But 
But if you got, I mean, I know, I know that Chad can get away with it. Zach will oh, have yeah. to let. I think Zach, Zach, you only get like one trip a year, and it's to go hunt elk, isn't it? Typically, but we're trying to, we're trying make to break the situation. Yeah, trying to make the situation better. Yeah, but, we're trying to. Uh, I don't know. We're trying to collect more more work. Well, I'll um. Here's my thing. I'll look at it and see where you got to fly into and like how far away is. I'm sure they'll have to rent a car or whatever. I'm totally down for like if you like if you guys can fly there, I'll take care of everything else and we just do it. It'll be <laughs> fun, dude. It'd, It'd be, be a good time. It'd be a wild time. And you don't got to go. I just you got... can get as drunk as you want and slide across the ice. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is like, dude, it's like it's so it's all inclusive. So like. You show up at the outfitter, and they literally hand you like two five-gallon buckets full of uh, I don't even like these minnows. Like I, I can't remember what they call them, but there's a certain kind of minnow. And like you show up, and all the rods are in a rod locker right there, and all the, there's instructions. Like it's like a ice fishing Airbnb. It's like to turn on the cameras, push pa- like you just you just do it all. And like, dude, there's like full cook kitchen in there, so like we can bring steaks. Yeah. That's the that's the side of Doug we didn't talk about tonight was his his chef side. No, you get like <laughs> you did go through a phase when you was in your retirement. You was hard chefing. I can cook a little bit. I can cook a little bit. <laughs> Runs that flat. Yeah, I'll make. I'll make. I'll make. I'll go. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, guys. We'll let this could go on forever. <laughs> let the people go. We could go on forever. We'll yeah. be back. No, no, it's all two. good. But yeah, uh, yeah. so you guys out there, hope you enjoyed the whatever we call this, the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is a couch out. conversation. Couch conversations with <laughs> Douglas Fairbanks the third. Is it is it possible that Orion's going to send you all an email tomorrow and be like, dude, what was that? No, not no. at all. Okay. No, we haven't got one yet. Hey, this ain't even our worst podcast. Not even close. Mm. Not even close. Like we- you're like in top. Probably you're in the top echelon compared to the one we had. <laughs> it was the bad. Who was that? I to... Oh, dude, <laughs> got on here and talked about it. Yeah, I can't, I can't even go there. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks what, for subscribing. Hit us up on the Spotify. There's lots of episodes. Jump in there. Give us a listen. We'll see you Thursday night for Jackson Kayak Talk Talk. Bye bye. We'll see y'all. Peace. Dude.